ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين وقال الله تعالى جل وعلا يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء اتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال الله تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى واحسن الهدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد أيها المؤمنون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى وراقبوه جل في علا في الغيب والشهادة والسر والعلانية مراقبة من يعلم أن ربه يسمعه ويراه أوسلي زب الله سبحانه وتعالى After praising Allah سبحانه وتعالى And after passing salutations upon our beloved messenger the final prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam peace and blessings upon his family upon his companions and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed each and every family with a head and each and every family Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has entrusted the parents, the walidain and in many homes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed these husband and wives with children O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says to us in surah an-nisa yusiikum Allah fi awladikum that Allah azza wa jalla commands you with regards to your children so slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take note and understand that indeed tarbiyatul awlad bringing up and the upbringing of children this is an amana from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is a trust that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he has placed on the necks of every father and every mother O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah azza wa jal he has made the parents and especially the fathers he has made them the head of the house and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has entrusted the amana of bringing up our children according to the Quran and according to the Sunnah with the correct Islamic beliefs and the correct akhlaq which was taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which was taught to us by the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala ibn Umar ibn Abdullah ibn Umar may Allah be pleased with both of them the son of Umar radiyallahu an he said that teach your children 
teach them akhlaq or teach them adab teach them good character فَإِنَّكَ مَسْؤُولُ عَنْهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ For indeed you as the parent, you will be asked, How did you rear your children? How did you bring them up? Did you bring them up in an Islamic home? Or did you bring them up in a home that is not Islamic? And then he carries on and he says, How did you rear them? And how did you teach them? And know that you will be held responsible in front of your Lord. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was the concern of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as well as of his companions and the righteous of this ummah that they would take great care in rearing their children. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions to us, وَفِي صَحِيحَيْنَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ And this hadith is found in the Sahihain Al-Bukhari wa Muslim. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهِ الْإِمَامُ رَاعٍ وَهُوَ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهِ وَرَجُلٌ رَاعٍ فِي أَهْلِهِ وَهُوَ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهِ وَالْمَرْأَةُ رَاعِيَةٌ فِي بَيْتِ زَوْجِهَا وَهِيَ مَسْؤُولَةُ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهَا وَالْخَادِمُ رَاعِ فِي مَالِ سَيِّدِهِ وَهُوَ مَسْؤُولُ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهِ أَلَا كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْعُولْ عَنْ رَعِيَّتِهِ مُتَّفَكٌ عَلَيْهِ Abdullah ibn Umar he narrates that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he said surely every one of you is a guardian and is responsible for his flock the imam, the ruler of the people, is the guardian and he is responsible for his people. And a man is the guardian of his family, of his household. The father is the guardian of his household. He's the guardian of his wife. And more specifically in our talk today, he's the guardian of his children. And he is responsible for what happens to his children. A woman is the guardian of her husband's home and of his children and is responsible for them. And the slave of a man is a guardian of his master's property and is responsible for it. Surely every one of you is a guardian and everyone is responsible for his charges. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal has made it such that on the lips of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that every leader and every person is in charge of something. And our focus today is on the parents and especially the fathers. How do you rear your children? O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is wajib, it is compulsory on the parents. It is wajib, it is compulsory on the parents that they give the child and their children a good Islamic upbringing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he addresses the men folk of this ummah 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this verse is general but specifically afterwards to the men and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu O you who believe ku anfusakum wa ahlikum nara O you who believe O men and women who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and now to the rijal now to the men who are the leaders of their homes they are the umara they are the leaders of their homes Ku anfusakum, save yourselves and your families from the fire of Jahannam. And what is the fire of Jahannam? Wakuduhan nasu wal hijara alayha malaikatun khiladun shidadun la yasun allahama amarahum wa yafaluna ma yukmarun. O believers, protect yourselves and your families from the fire whose fuel is people and stones overseen by formidable and severe angels who never disobey what Allah orders, always doing what they are commanded to do. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quranic junction is clear. Ku anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. So how do you save yourself and how do you save your families from the fire of Jahannam? Saving yourself is obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and saving your families from the fire of Jahannam is that you enjoin what is good you forbid what is evil and you give them the correct Islamic upbringing O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you need to teach that we need to teach our children that the first thing they need to know is the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala man rabbuk who is your Lord? Because when each of us, when each of us pass away, we will be asked by the Malakan, by the two angels in the grave, Man Rabbuk, wa ma dinuk, wa man nabiyuk. So if we don't teach our children from a young age, but we teach them about this soccer player, and we teach them about this cricket player, and we teach them about this celebrity, and we teach them about this series, then what will they answer in the grave when they are asked, Man Rabbuk? Who is your Lord? And what was your religion? And who was this man? And if they cannot, if they know certain people and they know certain series and they know certain movies and they know certain sports stars, then what will they answer in their graves? O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after teaching our children and after rearing them on the correct tawheed, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses an important point in the Quran. And if we look at the end of Surah Al-Taha, verse 132, Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْتَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا So what is the next thing after Tawheed? Then the next thing is that Allah says in the Quran that bid your people, command your people to pray and be diligent in observing prayer. So the command is after the Tawheed of Allah is to teach your children how to pray. وَفِي سُنَنَ بِدَاوُدْ وَغَيْرِ عَنِ النَّبِي صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَنَّهُ قَالْ مُرُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَهُمْ أَبْنَاءُ سَبْعَ سِنِينَ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said command your children to perform salah when they are seven years old. وَاضْرِبُوهُمْ عَلَيْهَا وَهُمْ أَبْنَاءُ عَشْرِ And now you need to beat them at the age of 10. And obviously this type of beating is not 
a beating that causes harm to their body. Obviously, this type of beating is not an extreme beating, but it is more of ta'adduban. It is more of a, just so that the child knows, now I'm 10 years old, I'm going to be mukallaf in a year or two. Because once I'm mukallaf, now this burden is not on the parent anymore. Now he's a young adult. And now again, my beloved brothers in Islam, we need to think, we need to understand what is the condition of a 13-year-old child today? What is a condition of an 18-year-old child today? They still think they are kids. They still think that they are extremely young. They don't pray. They don't wear hijab. They don't obey the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the 13-year-old in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when a child at the age of 7 and 8 was ready and was willing to give his life at the battle of Badr, at the battle of Uhud. Today, our children, when they are mukallaf, when they will be asked, now it's not on the parent anymore, they will be asked by Allah, why did you not cover up? Why did you not pray? Why? And what will this answer be? Imagine this answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day when there's going to be no helper, on that day when there's going to be no money that can help you when there's going to be no one that can help you. يَوْمَ يَفِرُ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِي وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِي وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِي On that day when everyone is going to flee and what if that child, what if that young person then says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the Lord of the worlds that my father did not command me to pray. My father did not command me to worship Allah. My father said it's fine, you are still young. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards the end of this hadith the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said وَفَرِّقُوا بَيْنَهُمْ فِي الْمَضَاجِعِ and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says and do not let your boys and girls sleep together so you need to split them O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this hadith speaks about salah but this is for all types of worship as well so it comes to the month of Ramadan so when they reach a certain age, then you teach them about siyam. You let them fast. You cannot let a youngster live his whole life. He comes, he becomes mukallaf. And now you say, you know what? Now you need to start fasting. It's going to be hard. The same thing with hijab to our young daughters. You cannot let them wear what they want to wear from the age of 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 come 13 years old, they become mukallaf. No. Now you show them, this is what you must wear. It's obvious it's going to be hard. It's obvious they're going to not want to do this. So, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is incumbent on the parents, it is incumbent on the father that they teach the children, that the mother, that they teach the children from a young age, from once they understand what is correct, what they un- once they understand what is incorrect, that these are the teachings of Allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> o slaves of Allah who subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is extremely important is that with regards to our children, with regards to, to rearing our children, is that they need to understand and choose good company. We live in a time, we live in a place, we live in a society, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where there are a lot of evils, where there is a lot of wrong, and choosing company and choosing friends is extremely important. 
وفي صحيحين عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ان ان صحيح البخاري ومسلم the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he draws the parable and he says مثل الجليس الصالح والجليس السوء كحامل المسك ونافخ الكير فحامل المسك اما ان يحذيك واما ان تبتع منه واما ان تجد منه ريحا طيبه ونافع الكير اما يحرق ثيابك واما ان تجد ريحا خبيثه The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith is narrated on the authority of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari. He said that I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying the similitude of good company and that of bad company is that of the owner of musk and that of the one that bellows. So the one is the one that he deals with musk, he deals with atr, he deals with perfume and the other one is he who deals with fire almost like a blacksmith etc so the owner of musk would either offer you some free of charge or you would buy from him or you smell its pleasant fragrance and as for the one the yani the blacksmith he either burns your clothes or you smell of the smoke so O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he addresses and he draws this parable and he draws our attention that we need to choose our friends correctly and O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala part of the upbringing of our children is that they choose their friends correctly and they are, sometimes when they are young sometimes they are not able to choose friends so we as parents you as the father you as the mother you need to choose choose the friends for them when they are growing up because a child doesn't know today he goes to school it's a multicultural school subhanallah we get a youngster he comes and he says you know i was sitting in class and they were going through parents and one child says that i have two fathers or i have two mothers wa na'udhu billah if this is the if there is no tarbiyah to awlad and we don't teach our children the correct belief and the correct aqeedah and the correct understanding of allah's deen in the house and in the madaris then what will happen to them when they are in a normal school o slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa qad qala alayhi salatu wa salam al mar'u ala deeni khalilihi falyanzur ahadukum may yukhalil o slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that a person is on the religion of his friend falyanzur ahadukum may yukhalil so beware who you take as your friends and this is a message for the parents as well that you need to choose your friends correctly because our children will see who is the friend of their parents if the friends of the parents are not dressing properly if the friends of the parents don't have good akhlaq if the friends of the parents eat at places that they're not supposed to eat they listen to things they're not supposed to listen they watch things that they're not supposed to watch then what do you expect the children to do what do you expect the children to learn o slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know that friendship is extremely important and know that choosing company for our little ones and for those that are a bit older is extremely important 
O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regards to tarbiyah to awlad then know that the parents the father and the mother they are the first role models to their children many a times you will see a child which is three four five years old but then the child wants to don the hijab the child wants to wear the burqa the child wants to have a small prayer mat because why the mother is making salah at home and the son he wants to go with the father to the masjid because the father is going to the masjid but O slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this was the home of the companions this was the home of the tabi'een and this was the home of the salihin but in today's time this home is very rare but in today's time we find that many children when they are three when they are four they are five they are not imitating the salihin but rather they are dancing rather they want to make tiktok videos rather they want to search this and that on youtube O slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where is the times where is the times gone that the homes of a muslim was a home of love it was a home of the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having said this O slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ponder on the verse where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he says atamuruna nasa bil birri wa tansawna anfusakum wa antum tatluna al kitab do you preach righteousness and fail to practice it yourselves although you read the scripture do you not understand? O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes we find that the father, he commands his son to make salah. Sometimes we find that the mother commands a daughter to make salah, but he's not making salah. He's not going to the masjid. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want a righteous child, then you yourself need to be righteous. If you want a righteous child, then we need to teach that child what is correct. Sometimes you find that parents expect miracles. That parents expect miracles. They send their child to a Muslim school. They send the child to madrasa and they expect that a sahabi must come home. They expect that a sheikh must come home. They expect that a hafiz must come home. Yes, maybe it will happen. But also there needs to be the tarbiyah in the house. You cannot expect someone to learn. He goes to madrasa once a week. One hour a week, he goes to madrasa, maybe five hours a week, but you expect him to learn everything. Education starts at home, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know with regards to tarbiyah to awlad, with regards to our children, O slaves of Allah, is that we teach them good akhlaq. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was sent to perfect akhlaq. He was sent to perfect good character. Today, sometimes we walk into a classroom, we walk into a masjid, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you find that our children, they are not greeting anymore. You find that our children, they do not have adab anymore. You find that the children, they, have, they are lacking the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where are those days? When a child, when he sees his teacher, he will get up and he will honor his teacher. Obviously, we are not saying that there, is going, that there needs to be hulu in this, that there needs to be extremism. But there also needs to be a balance. As we have said many times from this member, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطَى That I've created you as an ummah who is in the, in the middle. So we do not go to two extremes. 
the one extreme we over exaggerate with the teacher the other extreme we show no adab we show no akhlaq to our elders or our teachers our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I end off on this with regards to tarbiyah to awlad with regards to tarbiyah to awlad that know my beloved parents and know my beloved children that we live in a society that sometimes parents are too scared sometimes parents are too afraid to address issues with their children O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember that remember O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the men they are in charge of the women and also with that know that the men they are in charge of their families so yes there's no time to be harsh yes there's no time to be a dictator in your home but also there comes a time where you as a parent need to put your foot down and give the correct tarbiyah aqulu hadha qawl wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimina min kulli dham fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim Alhamdulillah kathira wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika la wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh sallallahu wa sallam alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd ayyuhal mu'minun ittaqullaha ta'ala O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of the greatest and most important points in the life of every parent is that they make dua for their children it is one thing to know all the steps. It is one thing to know how to make the tarbiyah. But at the end of the day, each parent needs to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide their children. And we look at the dua of Khalilur Rahman, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wa salam. And he says, Rabbi ja'alni muqeem as-salati wa min dhurriyyati rabbana wa taqabbal dua. Nabi Ibrahim he says, O oh Allah, make me and those believers of my descendants keep up prayer, O oh Lord, accept my prayer. If you look at the dua of Zakaria alayhi salam, he said, Rabbi habli min ladunka dhurriyatan tayyibatan, innaka sami'u dua. He said, O oh Allah, O oh my Lord, grant me by your grace righteous offspring, you are certainly the year of all prayers. And if you look at Surah Al-Furqan, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the Ibadul Rahman towards the end, he says, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina kurrata a'yuni waj'alna lil muttaqina imama. That they are those, the Ibadul Rahman, one of the qualities is that they are those when they make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O oh my Lord, bless us with pious spouses and offspring who will be the joy of our hearts and make us models for the righteous. O oh, slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ad-dua, ad-dua huwa miftahu kulli khair. Know that dua and supplication, it is the key of every good. 
O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that dua, it is kullu fadila fi dunya wal akhirah. Know that the dua, it is there and it has fadl and it has bounty and it has grace in this dunya and the akhirah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, ad-dua huwa mukhul ibadah. He said, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that dua, it is ibadah. In another hadith, he said, "Ad-du'a huwa silahul mu'min." He said that du'a it is the sword of a mu'min. So, O slaves of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, make du'a for your families, make du'a for your children, and make du'a for the ummah at large. Hada wa sallu.